morning, everyone. My name is Rick, Rick van Bruggen from Neo4j, and uh, here I am uh, recording another Grafistania Neo4j podcast. And uh, this morning I've got, uh, well, you know, someone not too far away from me on the other side of this uh, call, and that's uh, Jonathan Smith from um, WayConnect. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Rick. Hi, thank you for joining me. Welcome. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Fantastic. Um, Jonathan, um, I, I, we've been emailing back and forth and you've been talking to me about uh, your your project uh, with Neo4j, but uh, most people probably don't know you yet. So if you could uh, perhaps introduce yourself a little bit, you know, who are you and what do you do and what what's your relationship to the wonderful world of graphs? Uh, all right. Well, I'm Jonathan Schmidt. I'm CTO and co-founder of WayConnect. Uh, we are a, a fleet management company, telematics fleet management. Uh, our focus is data analysis, uh, actionable intelligence from your vehicles. And uh, we take um, a very driver-oriented approach to the field. Uh, our belief is that uh, you have to engage drivers if you want any kind of savings and any kind of actions to be successful on your fleet. So that's uh, that's what we do: analyzing data and uh, and engaging drivers. When you say fleet management, that means you know like uh, lease cars, or it means uh, what 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 is it, what is the fleet for you? Is it uh, any kind of rolling material, or what what is it? Um, we mostly focus on um, uh, small light vehicles, so uh, uh, cars mostly, uh, um, uh, small trucks, uh, that kind of thing. Okay, very good. And then, and how does it work? You know, and, and how do you how does that work with a graph as well? Potentially, could you explain that to us? Uh, sure. Well, uh, we have a telematics dongle that actually uh, <clears throat> uh, give back a lot of raw data about vehicles, and uh, we use graphs to uh, map the relationship between uh, um, a dongle, uh, the vehicle, the account that manages the vehicle, the driver that drives the vehicle, the trips that are recorded, uh, events that might happen on that trip, uh, the maintenance of the vehicle. Basically, uh, we use Neo4j as our meter graph uh, for information. Everything that we collect from the data is stored and recorded in Neo4j in a graph style, which uh, actually allows us to analyze it very quickly, very efficiently, uh, because we can link multiple things together, multiple uh, items together, and, and get very interesting intelligence from it. Um, and uh, the, it also gives us flexibility to, uh, to innovate, to improve over time, uh, because it's, uh, it's an OSQL model. So uh, when we need another kind of item to track down, when we need another kind of, um, of uh, how should I say? Uh, a property or a relationship property, or whatever. Yeah. Relationship, real world object, uh, a new feature that we want to track. Like uh, we, we, we um, started uh, checking and keeping track of maintenance for our vehicles. Uh, and that was just a new level, uh, new relationships, and that's it. And uh, from maintenance came appointments, came uh, markers on the map to... Uh, 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 so where, where the appointment was located, uh, came reviews on the, on these um, uh, repair shops, came, and all of this just flows out naturally in the graph, and uh, it gives us flexibility to improve 
and flexible to analyze very efficiently. Wow, that's really cool. So, so your your model has been evolving a little bit as you as you had more requirements, you know, agile development, those types of things. Is that what I'm hearing? Indeed, indeed, it's evolving constantly, and uh, basically every month or every two months, we add one, two new labels to the graph, uh, new relationships, and new way to actually get insight from the data. Wow, cool. And then, what, what, what are, are there any other data data components to to your application that you're using? Uh, analytical components or other database stores, or or is it mostly Neo4j? Uh, Neo4j is our uh, meta data store. So everything we get out from the data is in Neo. Uh, for the raw data itself, we actually use InfluxDB. Uh, uh, yeah, as a as a time series repository, uh, and we are also using Kafka as a messaging backbone for the whole infrastructure, and uh, so that all of our services can um, analyze the data as it, as it comes in. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea, great architecture. So, 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 can can you talk to us a little bit about you know how you got to Neo4j and why you started using a graph for this? You know, uh, what, what's what's like the main advantage to it for you? Well, our, our first uh, proof of concept was obviously <laughs> uh, built on SQL. Uh, that that panned out good for a few vehicles for the uh, the, the hundred or so vehicles we had in the test. And uh, but my my belief was that it wasn't it wasn't turnable uh, at scale. Uh, storing telemetry, storing raw data, and the metadata in SQL uh, was going to be a nightmare whenever joins would be involved. And uh, I mean, whenever you want a trip, you have to join uh, the account that uh, the vehicle belongs to, the vehicle itself, the trip. Um, some events that might be or scoring that might be related to it and it's uh, three, four, five part joints on every request and that would quickly become problematic and uh, when I started um, uh, devising that that our data model uh, I had an engineer with me who said you know that this is actually this makes me think of uh, graphs and uh, maybe we should we should check out the field of graph databases um, and it, it basically started this way uh, we checked a few uh, a few graph databases settled on Neo uh, because it seemed to be the, the, the best fit for architecture and uh, in terms of maturity in terms of functionality and uh, we, we did a first uh, proof of concept with uh, the new project client in C Sharp um, because our, our whole architecture is on .NET, and it just it was just so easy. You know, you create a class, you put in properties, and you can serialize that to Neo in one message, and uh, and relationships comes at almost no additional cost. That's and, fantastic to hear. I mean, it sounds uh, like a great it, Yeah, it, it was just so so easy, so fitting. Uh, it it stuck, and uh, and I, and it's uh, it's a choice I've never ever regretted making. Our transition to Neo4j was, uh, I believe, today uh, one of the best decisions we ever made. Wow, there must be something wrong with it. <laughs> um. <laughs> Well, we had uh, we had a few. Of course, uh, there was a few a few problems along the way. Uh, 
but mostly it came from our data model. Uh, we had a few issues with uh, transactions and HA proxy because we are on an enterprise uh, um, uh, high availability cluster. So routing transaction correctly um, from slave to master or keeping a transaction on the same uh, server is a bit of a challenge sometimes. Mm -hmm. But other than that, most of our troubles was because we didn't understand the technology uh, at first, and we as we we actually built it as we learned, and uh, and we've made a few mistakes in model along the way, and uh, and it was actually incredibly easy to smooth them out at a later time to refactor the graph, uh, and that was also something that that clinched it for me. Uh, I mean. You 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 identify an isolated problem, you refactor in one or two calls and a few changes in your code, and that's it. Problem solved. Uh, that's that's just so easy. <laughs> Excellent. Well, you know, that, that was kind of like the past, right? So, what, what, what does the future look like? Uh, you know, how, how do you um, how do you plan to use it in the future? How do you plan to evolve uh, your your application? And also, maybe any perspectives on you know what the industry is going to be doing on this? Well, uh, as for us, uh, my next step is causal clustering, and I'm uh, just. Uh, a few steps away from uh, from having it uh, work correctly. <laughs> Currently, having a bit of dependency problems with uh, with .NET, but uh, <laughs> that's something that should be easily solved. And I hope so. Otherwise, you know where to find us, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And and I think causal clustering will be uh, the next big step, and uh, and what will uh, take us from really scalable to infinitely scalable. I guess. Um, as for the industry, well, it's odd, but uh, as much as you, uh, when you start using graph databases, you start seeing application for them everywhere, um, uh, even up to uh, research um, uh, in um, in uh, ancient languages. Uh, you can you can probably index and uh, and cross reference hundreds of texts in minutes or hours just because you can actually cross reference words and, and phrase from it and the language doesn't matter as long as you have a, a unicode alphabet for it and this is so powerful and it's just one application off the top of my head because uh, yeah. I, I double in that uh, on the side but um, Graphs are everywhere, right? You know, once you once, <laughs> once you start, uh, you know, getting into the mindset, you start to see them everywhere, and that's that's so fascinating. And you start to see also what good they could do. Uh, you have so so many people building complicated software just to solve graph-related questions that could be solved in a few cipher queries and uh, and a data import. So. Couldn't agree more, Jonathan. I think uh, we're on the same page there. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for sharing uh, your your experience with us. I think that was uh, super nice and super useful for for lots of people. Um, we'll put some links to to your uh, your your company and your your um, 
you know your experience uh, in the transcription of the podcast but um for now this is uh, i guess where we're going to be wrapping up um, thank you so much for coming online i really appreciate it and um, i look forward to meeting you soon sometime you're welcome it was a pleasure and uh, please uh, feel free to drop by just uh, give me a give me a whole lot one point and uh, and yeah we, we can meet definitely fantastic thank you jonathan have a nice day have a nice day thank you rick bye